Hey, you're listening to the Busy Biz Podcast, and I'm your host, Alexis C. Richardson. I built my five-figure business right out of college, and all while working a nine-to-five job. And I'm still doing both, at least for now. It's time to build the business of your dreams, and we're going to do it together. If you're ready to build a business while balancing a nine-to-five, turn up the volume and let's do the work. Happy Tuesday, my busy bees. I am your host, Alexis C. Richardson, and this is episode seven. So we're going to be talking about the best platforms to grow your brand on. Whether you're starting out or you have an established business, you need to have a presence on these online platforms. And in this online business world, it's extremely important to build know, like, and trust. People are going to buy from your business unless you have built one or more of these things with them. And there are some exceptions, of course, to the rule, but generally you need to have no like and trust in order to build, um, you know, a relationship with your potential buyers. And I know that we live in a very viral time um, and it's very tempting to want to see results immediately, like right now. But honestly, this online business world and growing your platforms takes time because it does take time to develop authority online and of course, a relationship. I know at least for me, I've been an entrepreneur in a sud in the side hustle game since like 2016 and I've actually been working in my field in marketing and communication since 2014 and I'm not new to this you know building a brand online game but what I am new to is building an online brand for myself it's very different and it takes time to build that online authority um and I know that it's one thing to be, I guess, an authority in real life. You know, a lot of us are very accomplished outside of the online space, but we have to understand that actually having authority online is a whole new playing field. So with these platforms that we're going to go over today, you're going to find that there's going to be one common thread throughout all of them, and that's content. Yeah, We aren't going to be able to get around, um, you know, producing and providing quality content. Content is really the way that you are going to court the um, potential people, the potential buyers of your product or your service. And content is really the way that you build relationship and establish that trust trust in the no like trust factor. So let's get into it. All right. So for the first and absolute must, like this one's non-negotiable, like the other platforms are non-negotiable depending on whatever you want to do. But this one is a non-negotiable. This is a platform that you need to be on. And that is your own website. Listen, Listen, you cannot neglect this area like over the past couple of years and even recently in the past couple of months, we've seen that social media platforms have crashed and just stopped working or like it'll work for certain people and then it won't work for other people. Well, what if they just disappeared? What if all of the social networks just disappeared or went out of business? How would your people find you? We don't own Instagram. We don't own Facebook. We don't own YouTube. We don't own um, 
you know, Facebook. We don't own any of those online platforms, but we do own our own websites as long as we pay the bills. Um, and also, I know a lot of people love to focus on social media, love to focus on, the, you know, everything but your website. But your website is really important because people still search. Like I know I still use Google. I know others, you know, might use Bing or whatever other search platforms there are um, or search engines there are out there. But people still use search. Organic search is still a real thing. And I want to challenge you to really consider researching those things and putting SEO courses and trainings and webinars on your to-do list. Like those are things that you need to start looking into in addition to the social media platforms that people talk about. And look, I'm not an SEO expert. I stay in my lane. I stay where I know what I'm talking about. But I do know that there are a couple of tips that for sure will help improve your rankings. So number one, and make sure you write this down. And if you're in your car, don't write it down. Just wait. I'm going to, you know, include timestamps in this episode so you can just go back and rewind. So number one, the thing that will help you improve your rankings in search engines is you need to create a blog. You need to consider it because you need to have content on your website and not just content, valuable and meaningful content on your website. Because look, Google and all of those other search engines, they are very smart and they know when you're BSing them, honestly. And you have to have content for those search engines to analyze and then rank on, um, you know, their search engines and when people search. So I really would consider creating a blog. And this also can include, you know, your podcast and it also can include include video, but you do want to make sure that you do have some text only or not text only, but text based that include pictures. And sometimes it could even include videos, but you want to make sure that you have that form of content on your website. And I know this is something that I'm really struggling with as well, because I like audio. I like video. I don't necessarily like writing long form, but that is how Google looks at ranking certain pages on your site. So if someone is looking for a social media expert and they type that in, it's most likely going to pull up an article or a blog post. It's not going to pull up your services page. So in order to show up on those pages, you want to have content for Google to look at and then rank. And then number two, um, the tip that I would give for SEO is write like a normal person, write how you normally speak, you know, because if you start speaking in a way you normally don't, people will kind of figure that out because people can spot fakes now because there's so much fake out there in the world. So you want to make sure you're using a conversational tone um, when writing um, because Google and other search engines look at user um What's a good word for this? It's basically user interaction with your page. So if they're looking at your page, but they're hopping off, Google is going to look at that like, oh, that isn't really a good article. So we maybe need to decrease its ranking. So it's really important that you're not only appealing to Google and other search engines, but you're also appealing to users. And what do users want? They want approachable content. They want stuff they can be able to understand, even if it is a complicated topic. Now, before I even go into the next platforms, 
I think that context is really important um, to cover before. And I want to preface everything that I'm going to say about the next platforms that you need to be on to grow your business by saying that you need to know your audience. Um, It's very critical for you to know where your audience hangs out, where they live, where um, they like to be, because that is where you need to be. You don't want to waste your time talking to people who are not your people. All right, so let's get into it. The number two platform that I advise pretty much everyone to be on is YouTube. And I say this because over 70% of users that are on the internet use YouTube in some type of way. Even if they're not typing in youtube.com, they are getting to YouTube in some kind of way through video. Also, we have to consider that um, the online space is becoming more and more video driven. And people sometimes like viewing and listening over reading because maybe they don't have the time or the capacity to read and they need something that they can listen to. So there are a couple of great things about YouTube, but I'm going to highlight two. So one great thing about using YouTube is that users interact with YouTube like a search engine. Most people know why they're coming to YouTube, like they have a mission. And so if someone lands on your video, it's because they're looking for the specific topic that you're talking about, or they were just on another video that is related to the topic that you are talking about. And this is really important because it cuts down on all the noise and it gets your video in front of people who actually care what you're talking about. And what's really great about this is you can use this as a warm lead generator. Like this isn't a cold audience because they actually were searching for what you're talking about. So you can, if you do it correctly, you can use YouTube as a warm lead generator. Another great thing about YouTube is its integrations. Like you don't even have to be worried about being a YouTuber and doing all these videos. You can actually really focus down on leveraging YouTube to embed the videos in your blog, in your website. It could be explainer videos. You can also use um, video, short video trainings. You can also um, use it for free content in your email marketing. So it has dual um, uses. And so you don't always have to just post the video and, um, you know, just leave it up there. You can repurpose the content in many of ways. And what's great is a lot of platforms like Word WordPress and a lot of other website builders allow you to embed YouTube videos directly on their platforms. All right, number three, the third platform that you need to be on is Pinterest. And don't be rolling your eyes. I can I can feel you rolling your eyes. Now, Pinterest is on my list for two reasons. Searchability and lead generation. Searchability because... Um, Pinterest is a platform where people also go to it knowing what they are searching for. They literally go in and say, hey, I want to know how to bake a cake. And then boom, if you're a baker or you're someone who teaches someone how to bake a cake, your content is going to show up there for them. So the second reason is lead generation. Pinterest, unlike other platforms like Instagram, you know, allow you to actually link to your product without having a certain number of followers. Like with Instagram, in order to get the swipe up feature on stories, you need to have 10,000 
thousand followers, at least at the time of this recording. But with Pinterest, no matter how many followers you have, you can link your pins to content that you own, your blog, um, even a direct link to the product that you are talking about selling in that pin. Now, I will admit that Pinterest is not for everybody. It is niche, but in however, it does cover a lot of ground. Categories and industries that are usually, um, I guess, popular on Pinterest include do-it-yourself projects, photography, fashion, food, beauty. I'm sure I'm missing a lot, but those are a couple that are really popular on Pinterest. Something um, that I will say is a really good tip for using Pinterest is make sure that you are including text, you know, headlines in your actual picture pins, the actual graphic, make sure that it's not just a picture. Make sure you are talking about um, or giving a, I guess, eye-catching title to um, something that you're talking about in your pin. And you want to make sure that they can read it in a couple of seconds because people are scrolling. They not, they're not worried about reading a paragraph. So you want to make sure it's quick and easy and not too long. All right. So last up is Instagram. And I know a lot of you are not surprised about it because Instagram is really running things, at least for right now. Um, um, Instagram is really um, great for people who are visually inclined, especially like um, Pinterest as well, um, because of the photo and the video and the IGTV, like all of the it's it's a very visual platform. Um, And Instagram is basically now like six platforms in one because of all of the features. It is a lot. I will say that going if you're going into this game new into the Instagram game, it is a lot to take in. So start simple. Um, and it is becoming more and more saturated. But in however, it has something that a lot of other platforms don't have, which is the discoverability factor. Now, I don't know if that is a word, but we are making it a word today. Um, with well-used hashtags, you are able to get your content in front of people who don't even follow you. Right. So with Facebook, the reason why it doesn't necessarily have as much of a discoverability factor is because the only people who can see your content right now, unless it is being shared, are people who are engaging with your content. Um, Facebook doesn't really use hashtags like that, at least as of right now. So with Instagram, the platform and the landscape is definitely changing between people figuring out how to use it, the mismatchy, you can't really rely on it, wishy-washy algorithm. Plus, there are a lot of um, influencers out there that are, you know, kind of tainting the platform because they're scamming people, right? Well, you got to go into it having Patience, just like with anything else. But with Instagram, you definitely have to have patience because it's one of those platforms where there's a lot of people on it and it's a lot of people engaged on it, which makes it good, right? So a tip that I have for Instagram is you want to make sure that your bio in your Instagram page tells people who you are, what you do, and how they can benefit from following you. And you always want to make sure you have a website link in your bio. I cannot stress that enough. How can people know where to support you if they don't know where 
to go. So, all right, the platforms that we talked about today were your website. You need to be on your website. Number two, you need to be on YouTube. Number three, Pinterest. You need to consider it. And number four, Instagram. And those are my top four platforms. Um, and again, you definitely need to make sure that you are where your audience is. And I know that was a lot. I know. But remember, I'm going to include timestamps on this um, episode's website um, page at thebusybiz.com slash episode seven. So you will have information so you can like rewind and go to the parts that you care about. Also, if you're someone who's struggling with creating a website, if you just haven't figured out the game of how to set it up, I completely understand. I was I've been there. I was right there with you. Um, you can head over to bit dot lee forward slash protect the honey training all right i'm gonna go over that again bit dot lee slash protect the honey training and there you can learn about how to set up your website step by step without a developer and it's all in one hour and for a limited time only i'm going to be offering it for 27 dollars. i really want you guys to get online and people have to have a space to purchase your product to support you and understand what you offer All right, so for more information about this week's podcast episodes and links to all of the things that we covered today, you can head over to thebusybiz.com slash episode seven. If you enjoyed today's episode, head on over to iTunes, leave a review, rate, comment, do that thing, y'all. All right, so I hope you have a great week. It is time to build the business of your dreams. Let's get to work.